This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thank you for being with us today. I'd like to talk to you about, well, oddly enough, fear. Fear is an, inha- an inherent natural characteristic, according to the Vedic literature. At the time of creation of the material manifestation, fear is one of the characteristics that is induced into the manifestation. That the combination of fear and at the other end of the spectrum, faith, they form a type of impetus for the living entities to stimulate them to achieve the highest perfection in their lifetime. Now that means if you are on the path, you feel upliftment, you feel uh, encouragement, you feel faithful, you feel determined. And if you experience fear, you become subdued. You want to retract your steps. You want to go in the opposite direction. You want to reconsider your options. So it's more or less two ends of the same continuum being fear on one end and faith on the other. And both of them have their rationale. Both of them have their application. Both of them have their importance to the living entity developing his consciousness. Now, it's not necessary in the spiritual world because the living entities in the spiritual world are completely purified and do not have material bodies that are a source of anxiety and a source of difficulty. So there is nothing for them to overcome. The spiritual world perfection has been achieved. Eternal bliss, knowledge, service, loving devotion to God. But in the material world, there are so many illusory aspects to it. So many distractions, so many limitations, so many sufferings that are caused by the place and by our bodies and by the proximity of everybody else, etc. The use of fear from the spiritual point of view is actually to keep you out of harm's way, to let you remind you that that doesn't lead to anything good. Don't do that or that this is not the direction you should be going with your decisions. But in the material world, we have unscrupulous people who are trying to get something for themselves. They're born and raised and live under selfishness and arrogance and deception. And they cover their activities with false PC socialist things that keep them covered. Their real intention is covered by the deception of friendliness and openness and happiness and all that. But they're actually totally self-orientated and they group together and they try to get control of as many things as possible, whether it's resources or individuals, energy or control, any type. And they work together under a curtain of deception. And they use fear as their primary tool. Now, we're seeing this all over the planet for many years now. We see these deceptions of creating a fearful situation. They create it. They actually cause their own problems and create a fearful situation so that they can come to the rescue. And they can say, well, here's the solution you should implement 
And by doing that, they gain more control. And the fear concept is always telling you that there's something to be afraid of. Unperceived, unseen, inexperienced. Whatever perspective they might be able to get you with. And they do it through the media. They do it through positions of authority. Okay? They always try to get authority. And in their position as authority, they claim events or circumstances or situations are dangerous to you to stimulate fear. And then when you find yourself in a fearful condition, you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's going on? i got to regroup here. They immediately step in with the solution they want that benefits their agenda. It has nothing to do with your advancement of life, development of your consciousness, developing your selflessness and spiritual conception of life. So this is a very important subject for humans, those living entities in the human form of life who want to put an end to the suffering. They need to analyze the sources of fear, the reasons for fearful event, and how to overcome them so that they can progress irrespective of all these activities going on in the material world intended to take away your independence and freedom. Now, in the Bhagavad Gita, where the Lord is speaking personally to his devotee, Arjun, he gives him a whole host of understandings and explanations through the beginning of the book. Now, there's 18 chapters in the Bhagavad Gita. And he explains this situation as a general, as a person who is fighting with his relatives, as his situation as a living entity in the material world, the temporariness of, of life here, the eternality of the soul, the opportunities awaiting one who is devoted and who works and accepts his duty as a servant of the Lord as opposed to one here absorbed in the material world. He describes the Lord karmetic activities. He teaches him yoga and the methods of understanding. He teaches him about the three modes of material nature, the way the material manifestation is created, maintained, and annihilated, and how that cycle goes on and on and on. And he describes how to leave this material manifestation, return to the spiritual world. All of these things are explained. And then, in the end, in the Bhagavad Gita, 18th chapter, he says to Arjun, he says, give up all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me and I will protect you from all sinful reactions. You have nothing to fear. Now this is the Lord's instruction to you or I. He's giving it here to his servant Arjun and he's telling him, you have nothing to fear. Now, if we take a look at this statement, we go, well, wait a minute, what about, does that apply to me? Well, the answer is an equivocal yes. It applies to all of us who have surrendered to the Lord for his protection, his guidance. We accept the fact we have free will and we can make whatever decision we want. But if we make the decision, I'm going to follow the Lord's path. I'm going to engage myself in the Lord's plan. I'm going to understand what he wants and try to deliver that to him. I'm going to be engaged as a simple, humble servant who is working with faith and determination and rendering service that pleases the Lord. And in that position, he's telling you, you have nothing to fear. Nothing. 
We've already covered in the early portions of the Bhagavad Gita, in the second chapter, that the soul cannot be burned, it cannot be cut, it cannot be killed, it cannot be drowned, it cannot be moistened. There can be nothing of this material world that can damage the eternal spirit soul. Now, the body you're in is perishable, most definitely. But you, the conscious living entity, the eternal spirit soul, conscious at all times, you cannot be damaged, changed, hurt, slain. So from that point of view, having the Lord, the Supreme Spirit whole, teaching you, telling you, if you simply follow my plan, I will give you all protection. You have nothing to fear. In the beginning, this is like, oh, okay, that's cool, yeah. And then it becomes, well, that's kind of a relief, you know. That, that's pretty cool. I don't have to worry. Really, I can just go on and advance cautiously and intelligently, and it'll work out fine. That's really nice. But with a little bit of maturity, something additional happens. And that is you see these people who are trying to use fear on you as a tool for control and deception. And you realize, you see vividly, this isn't real. This is being used, concocted, developed, produced by them for their interest. Oh my goodness, it does not, I am not in a fearful condition. I've surrendered to the Lord, I'm in his, his plan, I'm one of his confidential associates. He's promised to take care of me. My goodness, these people that are saying, oh, this is uncomfortable, this is serious, people are apprehensive, there's no, you know, no, no confidence here, there's, there's, it's a fearful situation, we've got real issues here, we've got some problems, we've got to bring in some authorities like me, we've got to bring in some authorities like the police, we've got to bring in some authorities like oh, outside inspectors or investigators, or this is a very serious situation, everybody should be very cautious, lock your doors, close your blinds, take special care, lock your car, oh, this is all very serious, and you see all of this as the concoction that it is. Now, in our modern world, where we're all worried about terrorism. A new term has come up called false flag. And the false flag is when the person in authority creates the threat, perceived threat, but they create it. And then they start yelling, oh, this is a dangerous situation. Everybody should be careful. Oh, my goodness. Surrender to us. Surrender to the authority. Do what we tell you to do. And this is happening all over the planet. This is happening in all the governments who are succumbed to this mentality. All of the governments that are playing this game of fear as a tool for control of the people to limit the use of their free will. But on the other hand, the Lord does not request you to limit your free will. He simply requests you to use your free will in harmony with a divine plan. And in return, he's offering you all protection. You have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. So when you become mature, when you become comfortable, a little experienced in serving the Lord and being part of his, let's call entourage, part of his confidential servants and associates, you see these people who are creating false flags, who are creating fearful situations, who are calling for restricting of your free will for what they really are. 
they are deception. They are self-based individuals producing a deception that gives them control over you, your life, your freedom, your rights. So we can see from this clearly that the Lord is trying to liberate you from the contamination of the material world, the entanglement of the material world. He's given you a prescription. The entire Bhagavad Gita is the explanation, is the understanding, is the enlightenment, is the prescription. For you to get free from all these entanglements. And yet we see from the television and the news and the media and the authorities all the way up to the government, they are all working with this tool called fear. It has its place. From a spiritual point of view, it's to encourage your life to go on the positive path versus the negative one. The path of enlightenment versus the path of entanglement and suffering. But these unscrupulous people, they want to take advantage of that tool and misuse it. And that misuse of the tool leads to disaster. It leads to the suppression of your consciousness. When really the opening, the expansion of your consciousness is the opportunity provided by the human form of life that you must not neglect. Open and expand your consciousness in the human form of life in every way you possibly can. Communicate, understand. We have the ability to hear, to speak, to contemplate. So you must use these extremely special tools to consider our situation and are we going to follow the divine path? Are we going to be involved in the divine plan? Or are we going to succumb to a false authority giving you false fear to take away your independence? Now, I'm not trying to say that this is a modern issue. This is a very, very ancient issue. This has been going on for thousands and thousands of years in the material world. Because there's always people who misuse their independence and strive for selfish goals. And there's always people who become selfless, sincere, loving souls and strive for the highest involvement in the Lord's transcendental plan. And this is going on perpetually in this material world. It's the nature of the place. This material world is called the world of duality. Good and bad, right and wrong, left and right, good uh, up and down, hot and cold, light and dark. There's a whole list of dualities that you can name. And there, each of them has the positive end of the chain and it has the negative end. And so we see that unscrupulous people who are not able to surrender their independence to the Lord and work with his plan, they concoct their own plan. And it always is intended to benefit them at your cost. So we're seeing that. This is another time in the cycle of good over evil, evil over good throughout eternity that is coming and going and coming and going and we're seeing that they're making all sorts of claims that should make you fearful. It's happening again. It's in the now. It's a current uh, issue in our, in our uh, expression of reality here. And it's not happening in this country or that country. It's happening all over the planet. It's happening in the preschools. It's happening in the universities. It's happening at work. It's happening in the families. It's prevalent in the material manifestation at this time. 
that those people that are unscrupulous are dominating and trying to maintain that dominance over all of the good souls who are caring and compassionate, who are godly and divine, who are trying to do good and become selfless, to become servants of God and to be involved in his divine plan of resurrecting the purified consciousness of every sincere soul. So you can't allow yourself to become a victim of the plan of the fear, of the plan by the unscrupulous people who are self-orientated and cause fear, use fear as a tool of manipulation and control. Because the Lord says right here, no, if you surrender unto me, if you abandon your own plans and your own determinations and your own concepts of everything, including your concepts of religion, and simply understand the Lord and what he desires of you and engage in this service in his plan, he says, I will protect you from all sinful reactions. You have nothing to fear. So where else can you go? Who else can you take shelter of that you would have nothing to fear? It doesn't matter who you pick. You're at the uh, discretion of their interpretation of your well-being. And the Lord's saying it's much better for you to keep control of your well-being, read the Vedic literature and understand that I'm looking after your well-being too, and surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, render service to Him. You have nothing to fear. So all these teeny tiny manipulators who are trying to become administrators, who are trying to be the controllers, who are trying to dominate everybody who's innocently trying to live their lives, they have no potency in the face of the Lord's will. The Lord allows all of us to do what we want to do. We have desires and he allows us to fulfill those desires in the material world. And when you realize those desires are not leading to your happiness, you go, what is the other option? Then you need the Vedic literature. You need the instructions of the spiritual master. You need to surrender to the Lord. And you need to engage yourself in his divine plan. And you win. You have nothing to fear. And at the time of death, which is a great opportunity, the body falls away. And you, the eternal, conscious, spirit, soul, part and parcel of God, can engage in that service of the Lord uninterrupted. All of this anxiety, all these people and their, their alternative plans and their selfishness is gone. They will get what they deserve for the type of activities they perform. And similarly, you will too. But the Lord's teaching you through the Vedic literature that what you deserve is the highest perfection. For he who surrenders unto the Supreme Lord has nothing to fear. So we have the ability to get out of this fearful existence. This existence that we see because of old age and the advancement of old age upon our free will and death that's looming in behind it they go away too. It isn't that you're trying to be saved from death. You can't be saved from death because the body is what dies. 
What you're being saved from is rebirth here. You get to leave. You get to take birth in the spiritual world. It's, it's a different thing, I must say. It's a different experience than what we understand as birth because you're not taking a material body. And that's what happens when you get, when someone takes birth, the material body is ejected from the womb of the mother and the living entity is in the body and animates it. In the spiritual world, the living entity is takes uh, manifestation of his natural condition without a body, a temporary material faulty body. And his consciousness and his activities and his intentions are all purified because the body and the material manifestation and the bad association is all the cause of the anxieties and the sufferings and the fear. Those all go away. And isn't that really what the intelligent person wants? Let this birth, death, old age, disease thing stop. Let this suffering due to my mind and body stop. Let the suffering due to the problem people cause me stop. Let the material manifestation stop hassling me. Let the laws of nature let me go. So what you actually need, what you actually are looking for, what you actually want is available in the Lord's plan and in the Lord's service. And from that point of view, you can see all these false pretending authorities trying to keep control of the masses, hoping that you're kept too stupid to understand they won't deliver, they can't deliver what you need to make you an eternally happy being. So this is why we are here in this program. This is why we are here giving you Vedic knowledge. This is why the Vedic knowledge is here so that you can find the correct path. You've obviously been here long enough and you obviously can see to some degree that what's going on here is a bunch of nonsense. A whole lot of things never add up. Why would they do that? Why did they let that happen? Why would this happen? Why would you say that? Why would you do this? All these things you go, it doesn't add up. doesn't make sense. It isn't useful. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't work. It doesn't fix anything. This means that your anxiety is helping you to see that there's a plan that is not divine. It's selfishness. And it's not intended to give you a good opportunity. It's not intended to help you in your quest to become a purified being and return to the loving devotional service of the Lord. So this opportunity is offered to you in the Vedic literature. And we encourage you, read Bhagavad Gita as it is. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.